1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
2: Becca, do you want a clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway.
3: Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox and at a nearby retail store.
2: Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination. Whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts Macy's has them oh and those Dolce Vita sandals Scrubbing In with Becca
4: Tilly and Tanya Raff, an iHeartRadio podcast.
3: Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Yes, we are in our matching Stanleys. Almost matching. Same size. Same size but not the same color. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. Because we're scrubbing in. Exactly. And we don't have just one special guest today. We have two special guests and they happen to be a couple, which we love. We love a couple. We love a couple. And one is an actor, a singer, a producer, a director, and now a podcaster. She is extremely passionate about issues concerning children and has been a longtime supporter of the Make-A-Wish Foundation and continues to support organizations and causes lifting up, the LGBTQ community. Our other guest
2: grew up around the entertainment industry. Early in her professional career, she spent time as a writer's assistant and developed this skill into the personal assistant world, managing and overseeing the lives of multiple high level talent.
3: This power duo is building a lifestyle brand that will inspire, educate, and help others through thought provoking content and meaningful conversations.
2: Please help us give a warm welcome to Raven, Raven Simone and, and Miranda,
3: Miranda Mayday. Hello. Oh, hello! how are you guys wow y'all studio is so cute
0: thank you <laughs> i'm taking full credit for it because i designed it so thank you is this gonna be this is your setup that you're gonna be doing your
3: podcast from this is our podcast setup. Yes. Wow. Can we get right into the podcast and talk about like where, where the idea came about? When did the idea come about and doing it together as a couple?
0: Yes. Idea kind of first started when we had our YouTube channel and we had something called tea time and we would sit down and we'd pick a topic and we would just talk about that and drink tea or eat a, f- a meal, whatever. Um, and then the YouTube channel started to fizz out of our ether because it was a lot of work. Um, but I had always wanted to start a podcast and it took me like two years to basically get to a place where you know I tried and failed and tried and Raven was like okay I'm down you've convinced me I'll I'll do a podcast with you but it has to have some fun unique twists to it so we were like let's take the tea time idea let's flip it on its head a little bit and make it more random and here we here we are
3: wait so what's the what is the twist i know what the twist is but for those who are listening what's the twist what's the twist babe? <laughs> so what
4: happens is uh we spin a wheel and the wheel lands on a random word that my wife myself and our guest has no clue what that word is and we talk about it for however long we
3: want to talk about it like what's an, have y'all y'all done y'all recorded episodes correct yeah can you give a hint or wait so if the listener does the listener know what the word is or is it kind of like Uh, they guess what the random word is no no no.
0: basically what happens is we spin the wheel you hear this as a listener you'll hear the sound effect of the wheel you'll hear a ding and then we will at that ding moment we get the word sent to us from our producer and we know what the word is and then we announce it. So okay. for example, we'd be like, oh, the word is zebra. And then our guest is like, what? And we're like, what? And then we talk about zebras.
2: <laughs> That's really hard.
0: <laughs> it's easy. It's actually <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I mean, like, sure, you have to be a little bit more present maybe, but yeah. it's really fun. And it's interesting to see how, A word like zebra, for example, you would go, okay, yeah. I used to have these. I used to have these pair of zebra boots.
4: They were made of (laughs) pony fur, and I used to wear them all the time to red carpets. I had to be like fifteen years
0: old. And when I was like seven or eight years old, I started going to the Wild Animal Kingdom, and I loved looking at the zebras. The zebras were literally my favorite animals. And look at you in a black and white relationship right now.
3: Look look at me, woman. Oh, (laughs) honestly, very (laughs) impressive. (laughs) That was very awesome. impressive. Did you ever <laughs> notice if the zebras were next to the cheetah girls? Ah, the- bear wow. <laughs> wow. taking it there. there. Thank
0: you. I didn't ever notice if I saw any cheetah girls next to the zebras, <laughs> but I wasn't looking for the cheetah girls, so I don't know. No part.
2: <laughs> I am. Oh, were you going? to No, say- I do want to talk about the d- dynamic of working with your significant other because you guys have been together for a minute. Three years. Well, and married, for three, years, married yeah. for three years, but together for how long?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this a controversial topic? No, <laughs> oh, no, no. no I, was gonna say, I think twenty
4: fifteen. <laughs> yeah, but we weren't together from twenty fifteen till now. We broke oh, up. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Like calculating it, vacation time,
2: all
0: that kind of stuff. I think it would be like four years total. total. We got back together and got married real fast.
2: Would you, do you like working together or is it like a weird dynamic working with your partner? Because I feel like I'm putting myself in that situation and I feel like if I was doing the podcast, she's my best friend, but if it was my boyfriend, I I feel like, are there ever any things that come up where you're like, Oh hell.
4: (laughs) I mean, yeah, of course.
2: Um, I mean, since I was born, I worked
4: with my family. My parents were my managers, and it's always been like a quote-unquote family business. So when my wife expressed that she wanted to work with me, I kind of understood how to do that. Um, And yeah, it gets a little cloudy and murky here and there when things and tension goes up or we don't agree on something. But at the end of the day, we know what this why we're doing it, and we got to just...
3: Mm-hmm. Blind
2: down uh, to the pool. Eye on the front. You can compartmentalize. Yeah. yeah, that's huge.
3: Yeah, I we had another guest on who does um the a podcast with her husband, and I was saying that. Um, so my girlfriend and came on our podcast, and when we, right before we were supposed to do it, and it was like our we had just come out publicly, and we had been together for four years at this point. We came out publicly, and it was the first time where we were kind of like talking about our our love story. And we were both running late to the podcast and got in a fight before we had to go on and talk about our beautiful story. And so it was just like, had to decompress, but like, just kind of had to show up for it. So I I was curious if you had had any of those moments of like, obviously, we get what it's like working together. But there is that dynamic with your partner where it's like, we it's business, (laughs) you know? Yeah,
0: there definitely is. I think that it's, it builds a different layer of like resiliency, I think, in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think it also, like you were just saying, when you have that argument, but then you have to go show up, it helps you get over things more quickly in a way. Mm -hmm. I think because it changes the energy so quickly when you like have to go put on a happy face. We've done things before where we've had an argument before. There's one that sticks out to me significantly because I was in such a bad mood and I was just like, The last thing I want to do right now is just be like happy and (laughs) conversational. I don't want to talk to anyone, see anyone. I don't want to be around Raven, but you know, the show must go on. Mm -hmm. And there's something in that, that also made me go, wow, that's a new strength for me to pull on where I can actually like get over the bad mood and move through it more quickly. Cause I'd actually rather be in a happy state than an upset state in general, Mm -hmm. Yeah. learn how to fix that
3: um but yeah we're human
0: it's easy
3: i saw um a quote that you did i i don't know if it was right when you came out raven but you were saying how you kind of had this thought of like not knowing if you would ever publicly feel comfortable being out and you were kind of like okay i'll have a boyfriend or a husband and then i'll have a friend my best friend have you have you read um seven husbands of evelyn hugo oh my god i have okay it reminded me of that when I saw the quote, because I was like, that's kind of what she decided to do. Yeah. Do you remember I told
0: you about the book and I was like, oh, it's a lesbian love story. And, yeah. and she was, you, you might not. I
4: kind of do. She was a celebrity. Yeah. 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 It's, I was
3: wondering if you, that's where your inspo was, because I was like, oh, that sounds like.
4: That's not really my genre of book. <laughs> that's my wife's. Um, you can give me like the Da Vinci code any day, Oh, gotcha. Other okay. other things I'm like, I live this. I don't have to read about it,
0: obviously. Um, it's a yeah. triggering book. I even remember reading that and I was like, this is, it's so real. Like it's, I think it would trigger you. Trigger.
4: Oh, the triggers. Um, listen, that mentality was based off of what the societal norms were mm-hmm. at the time growing up. And as I continue to live in my skin unapologetically slash with masks on still, you know, I slowly found a way to feel comfortable by peeking my head and my eyes above that mask. And then with this podcast with my wife, there's a new mask that I've created um, where it's closer to who I am, but with entertainment still there mm-hmm it's really important to keep some of yourself outside. I mean, keep some of yourself inside to where the public's not stealing your entire soul.
3: Yeah, I feel like you know a lot about that. And yeah, I, yeah, I felt like when um, going through when I was, it's still publicly in the closet like i was out with everyone in my life but i remember thinking i came from the bachelor world so it was like very hetero and very conservative and so when it was like you know i finally felt safe to come out i just had this support system around me so there wasn't that much fear around like what the public would say or thing because there was like the people that mattered that were supporting me. So I didn't know if you had that experience when you made that decision. Cause you had a lot more eyes on you and came from a very, um, child-based programming. <laughs> when I came out, um, I, I had the support of my
4: friends, but I also don't keep a very large friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, not the support of my family to be 100 and i I had the support of the government so i felt like i was good like if you have something to say the government says it's legal so kiss my ass Um, (laughs) that's kind of how i felt about it my partner at the time was obviously very supportive and was like oh thank god you can stop like hiding me you know Mm -hmm. Um, and then yeah it's it's difficult it's difficult to come out without a support group but then there comes a point sometimes where your mental health and human being needs to be free and you just don't give up anymore you know what i mean yeah
3: i that's kind of I actually reading seven husbands i was like it almost felt so parallel to what i was navigating that it gave it gave me this like weird feeling of what am i i'm living my life for For other people worrying about the opinion of people who don't even know me and it was kind of that reality so and just thanks for sharing that. I wanted to touch on that just because.
4: I mean, thanks for understanding the struggle. There are so many people that go through that that don't have words to attach it to, don't necessarily know what that feeling is and needs communication and the right vocabulary to express it and to know that they're not going through it by themselves. Yeah, no, it's important. And
2: do you feel like age played a factor in that, too, where you said you got to the point where you're like, I just don't give up anymore. Do you feel like age was part of that?
4: Age was part of it for sure. Sickness was part of it for sure, and honestly, the support of the government. Like in the back of my head, I knew I was like, if this is ever legal, then I'm okay. You know, it's so weird. You're it's specifically bad. referring
0: to gay marriage being legalized,
3: yes, just right? Just so people,
0: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Oh yeah, it's always legal to be gay.
3: I mean, <laughs> not, everywhere, actually. Right. not everywhere. Yeah, right. True. I know it's scary. <laughs> have y'all talked about the story of how you two met because we we've hinted that it was around the year 2015 True. we met in yeah
0: we did we met in the like middle of 2015 and we met at a karaoke night in west hollywood that raven was hosting and we basically like hit it off and she was like great i'd love to see you again but i'm moving to new york next week so (laughs) come to my goodbye, my house, like she was throwing a house party, goodbye house party. And um, I was like, okay, cool. It was like a total whirlwind. And we had a solo date the Friday before her house party, which was on a Saturday. And we hung out like way late into the night. We just talked and talked and talked, went to her house party. And then she came back to my place on Sunday after she had recovered from the craziness, the debauchery of the house party. And then stayed with me until she left to go to New York to do the view and bought me a plane ticket to come see her in New York. And I never left until she broke up with me.
3: (laughs) How long was that? Was that so that was like a year, right? That was basically a little under a year.
2: Okay. you
3: know, every beautiful love story (laughs) goes through a breakup
2: and then a coming back
0: together. So I'm here
3: for that. That happened to Tanya, too.
0: Really, I mean, it, it. Sometimes, like we actually say that we're super grateful for those years because our three or so years apart, we both grew and learned and had new perspective on what we had found in each other, and it was it was needed. And so, how did you ultimately get back together?
4: I well, during COVID, um, I separated from somebody that I was talking to. I purged the house. I had. Four junk dump trucks come to my house and cleaned out the entire house. Um, a great feeling. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm the only person in the world who loved lockdown. Like, I thrived. And, well, no, my wife did too. And um, <laughs> during that time, I called her and I text, called text, whatever. And I was like, you were right. I have issues and uh, we can be friends now. And I, she kept, she stayed in my pocket as I cleaned the house.
0: And then. Like, she means she kept me on FaceTime. She'd call me at like 630 in the morning. And mind you, it's COVID. It's. I'm you ain't so got nothing to do. Wait up. <laughs> you were, I'm like trying to sleep at least until eight, but like 6:30 in the morning, I'd see her and then I'd get, of course, butterflies and so excited I'd open the phone and then she's like, hi, oh my God. Okay, wait, where do you think I should put this person? Where do you think I should do this? Because she's reorganizing everything. And then she would just put me in her pocket and proceed to clean <laughs> her house and do things. So I'd just hear the shuffles and see a black screen and occasionally like up her nose. And yeah. it was great. And so <laughs>
4: Then she proceeded to make me a package, a COVID package. And that was the moment I was like, "Mm, mine.
0: Mine." (laughs) I mean, I don't know how much time we have, but you guys, that package, I had, it it caused me so much stress. I was like, this thing needs to be perfect. I baked all of these cookies. I made her lemon curd. I made, I made her lemon curd. I made barbecue sauce. I made a sticky ooey gooey butter cake, all her favorite things, right? And I send it out. I pay like it's cope. Remember how crazy the mail was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shipping is already going to be expensive for something overnight. And I also should mention that I had gone up to Washington to oh, my mom. Okay. I'd left LA and I send the package. It gets lost. They're like, it's going to be three days now. Like, everything's going to rot. Oh, I, no. Like, intercept the package with the UPS. I have then to make a whole new one. It was blood sweat and tears i but got that package
4: I got, married. I, got, I got that package i'm like oh let me just <laughs> let me just lock this down. <laughs> so let
2: strange. me get this lemon curd But did it symbolize something for you just like the fact that she paid attention to like your favorite things and put so much time and effort and energy into like making that oh the way
4: you say it is how i should say it right like that's the perfect <laughs> sentence <laughs> I should say it just like that. However, I'm gonna say it, how I'm gonna say it. That sh- was bad. And I wanted more of it for the rest of my life. She knew that I liked food, fed my belly. <laughs> but even when we were dating back in 2015, she used to make these amazing like this. Sh- is hilarious. She used to make these amazing prenatal vitamin bars because I wanted to grow my hair out and grow my nails. She was like, I know I'm going to help you grow your nails and hair. So she put these beautiful, amazing tasting granola bars and with vitamins in it. And I would eat it on the way to, uh, the The view. View. And so she was always an amazing chef and we really connect on food a lot. And I was just like, none of my other partners ever fed my belly. And you know, the the belly is the
0: second brain. The best thing to me though, about those bars is I was customizing them to Raven's nutritional wants at the time. But then, of course, she loves to share. So we had everyone at The View eating (laughs) prenatals, In granola bars, not knowing. So, like, I'd have these like grip men come up to me, and they're like, "Oh, Miranda, that bar is so good." I'm like, "You're gonna have better hair. You're welcome." <laughs> you're <gonna start laughs> like, I'm just laughing to myself. have never had. I wish my wife. I was like, "You're literally eating vagina juice. <laughs> like, you're eating vagina you're real juice." Like, yeah.
3: yeah. How, how do you know how to do that? Like, is that something that you studied, or what? She's a little white witch
0: <laughs> no i did not i mean my study yes i guess i did kind of you study did. it was called staying home from school because i had an air quote stomach ache and watching ricky lake jenny jones and then food network until about 7 30 p.m so that was my i went to Your the school food network yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i also i think that as a person who grew up with a lot of anxiety And from such a young age, I was anxious. I I couldn't, I didn't have access to like drugs or alcohol at that point. I think that would have been my coping mechanism if I was older, maybe, I don't know. But that was a way for me to channel that energy. So being in the and using my hands from a young age, I loved baking and- And I reap the benefits. And yeah. Yeah. Wow. And now I just, now I love nutrition too. So I like
3: to, and it's been fun. That's would you ever want to start your own brand? Like uh like the bars? It's
0: interesting because I've actually <laughs> I just sent my dad um Oh,
4: she makes these amazing <laughs> peanut butter bark things. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and these madeleines because I'm keto mm. slash no carb. And she has to like, when she makes stuff, oh. it has to not have a whole bunch of sugar in it. Otherwise I'll get the BDs. and literally, literally the best food you'll ever put in. But your I mouth. sent
0: my dad a care package kind of of those things that Raven just mentioned. And he texted me yesterday and he was like, these are so good. You could sell them. And people say that. And Raven said that back in 20. Yeah, but I don't lie. I don't just blow smoke. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's the deal. Would I do it? I don't know. When I, was, I do it when I was working as a doula, part of me thought about trying to get into lactation cookies because that's a real thing oh, for yeah, one. Um I would totally say let you. me answer your question. Yes, when this <laughs> podcast pops off and
4: my wife and I are in our fifties, which is very soon because I'm thirty-seven. <laughs>
3: That, that is, that's not, very soon, that is not very soon, Raven. Don't get us stressed out over That's not soon.
0: Like in 20 years, <laughs> you guys can look forward to lactating. I mean, prenatal yeah, bars. Yeah,
4: lactating bars. And- <laughs> that's the trend now. People having babies at 70, so you
2: might as well. Yeah. But, you know, they do have, like, Um, I don't know if you've heard of Nowhere Bakery, but she just does it out of her house, and you, like, order them on her Instagram and then pick them up from, it's like Nowhere Bakery, because I think it's, like, her house that you pick them up think, from. Well,
4: that's so clever. Yeah.
2: The problem is, is
4: when she does it, I'm going to want to eat it. So it's like, <laughs> do I want to share or does she just have to make a bigger batch so I can make sure I taste everything just and on bigger batches?
0: I, bigger, like that. I would do that. But also like how many cookies do I have to sell before or bars before I start seeing a return on my work
3: time? This is, we'll see, this will be a, a passion project to start. And, oh, and always- then, and then with the podcast, if you did it while the podcast is happening, it's like free publicity. Every time you're talking about yeah, baking yeah. a you're new so, batch, your
4: baking would be my painting. Oh,
3: okay. yeah,
4: Raven, I was going to ask you about that.
3: Oh, I, I wasn't doing that as a. I wasn't doing <laughs> that as I'm trying to connect to her. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> no. Was that something? Because I just want because Tanya's boyfriend is. Um, a lawyer yes but he his passion is painting and i saw your tiktok about that so i thought that was a good connector to talk about because i imagine in the industry and what being so young when you started there has to be something that is an outlet like for miranda yours has been for your anxiety it was baking and creating nutritional foods is that something that you found recently or has that always been something you loved So
4: I was on a show called Hang With Mr. Cooper in 1997-ish, and I would get stressed out. I would get fever blisters. I would just... Oh, wow. Really bad. So my mom took me to painting schools on the weekends, and I would doodle all over my script. I would go to class. She still has one of my first um, pastel pieces at home. It was a clown. And from that moment on... Anytime I got stressed or needed to zone out, I always drew. And um, when I was doing that, so Raven, I was also getting stressed out. And I actually did pottery during that time. So when I finished doing my six-month stint on Broadway and on Sister Act, I was telling my dresser, I was like, I am so over the industry. You couldn't pay me a zillion dollars to do one more piece of work. And she was like, well, what are you going to do? Because, you know... What are you gonna do? And I was like, I'm i want gonna paint. I'm gonna go to school. So I went to college and I got my AA. And then Whoopi Goldberg called me and asked me to be on the V and I was like, oh, I guess
2: that is <laughs> yes, I'm back. It, it, it's great. Uh
4: but even during that time, always painting. And now that there's so much going on at home, in the sense of starting the podcast, creating our production company. And all the other work we're doing, um, I've set up the guest room as my art space. And, you know, we joke about it. She's like, are we married? I'm like, yeah, but I'm just going to be in this art room for a little while. Yeah, this <laughs> was the
0: first time I've seen her in three days. She <laughs> just came out this morning for us to do interviews. Uh, really? And it's not, a, it's not a
4: full exaggeration, but it's like a baby exaggeration. It's but like, not
0: a, it's not full. It's like pretty true. It's kind of close. It's like 99.2%.
4: <laughs>
0: that's so nice. What like a beautiful way to be able
2: to express yourself
4: it's so funny because it is it is so beautiful and it's so freeing and no one can tell me what to do except for when my wife needs a present for her dad and then she tells me exactly what she wants me to paint. <laughs> i'm like that's not how this it's called works.
0: commissioning <laughs> no it's called- not yeah, exactly not. An, an official name for it. <laughs>
4: this is not how i work i do not like to get told what to paint <laughs>
0: I was like can I just have a landscape she comes back with like an abstract with blocks of color and like a squiggle in the center and I was like well what am I looking at and she's like you can't tell me what to do and I was like <laughs> and then she proceeds to like I want this 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 and I'm like okay fine like, so- I just wanted a landscape with some golfers it's from and I get like these like hot pink blocks of color that look like modern monochrome bubbles I don't even know you guys
4: remember the movie Toy I think it was called Toy with Story. Not Toy Story. <laughs> the one with Robert, no, I'm sorry, with um, Robin Williams.
3: Yeah. Um, was toys? it was Oh, it was called toys. toys.
4: Like that landscape belonged in that movie. Okay. It was like modern. It wasn't
0: a landscape, babes. It was a painting and it <laughs> could belong anywhere, but <laughs> <called> landscapes.
3: landscapes. <laughs> it's <laughs> my hobby. Like, I do what well, I want. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw your TikTok, it, it was like, a variety i was thinking what is going on in her brain where this is what comes out onto the paper because it's beautiful but it wasn't like oh it all looks the same or it's watercolor it's like you have there's a lot going on and it's all just like amazing
4: yeah one of the pieces one of the pieces that my wife actually likes
0: is uh hanging in whoopi's house wow god raven every painting that raven has made that i love and feel some connection to she gives away like she just gave a piece to Demi Lovato. And I was like, wait, you're giving that to Demi? Why? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, sit in the house. She didn't say nothing when it was in the house. <laughs> yeah. Why do not you say anything when it was in the house? Because I didn't you okay, guys. So every thing of hers that's like hanging, I have to talk about it or she's going <sighs> to get give- it out of here every day. I'm just- that is beautiful.
3: It's <laughs> a Demi Lovato. <laughs> I- this dynamic is so funny because, so my girlfriend's a musician too, and she's in the industry. So like, this dynamic feels so familiar to me of her having her things and me having to be like wow let's talk about it i need to i need assurance too
4: what is it i need um
3: reassurance? Not reassurance. validation validation too yeah. i think yeah.
4: that's the only thing i need validation in you guys i don't need validation anywhere else it's so weird but i've been so self uh aware uh, self-aware self-assured self um Confident. like i can do shit myself okay I can do it. Oh, self sufficient. Self sufficient. <laughs> Thank you. See dictionary. Oh. Yeah. That the only, I. I'm just realizing this as we speak. That the only thing I need validation in is my painting. I come to you all the time. Like, look what I did. Yes, I, knew what I did. I knew that.
0: <laughs> I 100 knew that, and I watch it. And I also do it with strangers, which is like Raven is never like, "Hey, did you see this episode of Raven's Home?" Or nah. that's when she's like, "Can I show you the painting I made, sir? I know I don't know you, but look." And especially if it's another artist then you get like really starstruck. struck i yeah. do she's, she's just so like so funny elevator. she's like oh i'm good and then she like runs home and has to like get into her art room
3: immediately and start creating more it's, it's true, true. <laughs> oh yeah you're do, human too do y'all spend like all your time together would you say outside of work out of the house i'm gonna
0: let
4: her answer that
3: <laughs> no no we don't <laughs> the,
0: falsetto, <laughs> the falsetto feels like it's a yes no we don't though we really don't i think that anymore why I... anymore anymore i guess i mean i was trying to say that raven went to the club the other weekend i did not attend there are definitely things i got a facial you did not attend at
4: the beginning of our relationship. We did everything together. There was definitely a
0: COVID, COVID
4: mm-hmm. slash, even after COVID connection. And then as we continue to grow individually, I think the need for up underneath each other's armpits mm-hmm. kind of subsided. And the fact that we're working together fills certain voids too. So we are now more comfortable doing things on our own when like at the beginning of the relationship it's like i gotta go to 7-eleven will you go with me i gotta go to the bathroom can you hold my hand <laughs> like we don't do that anymore now it's like get them away but i love it
2: so much
3: <laughs> no judgment over here no we're both very um uh, what's well, uh, attached Attached, to yeah birth. it's
2: like it's not codependent it's really not codependent uh, it's attached. you it's think old- it's
3: codependent Oh,
2: it's getting dark over here. I think there's a healthy codependence, and I think that we have
4: it. Like, there's a healthy like I don't want you to watch that show without me because
2: that's
4: you know what I mean. But at the same time, I need like 30 minutes to myself right now without you, and then let me miss you a little bit Mm -hmm. slash club. You know, at the beginning of our relationship, my wife was like, "You're never going on vacation without me, never." I was like, "Okay." I'm
0: sorry, that's not how that happened. What happened? even said. (laughs) her dream vacation would be her going alone. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And she was like, yeah, I think it'd be really cool if you and I took separate vacations. And I was like, and I, I'm going to tell you right now, I still disagree with that. I can understand somebody saying like, I want to go solo, but don't make me go on vacation solo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, you I can say where you want to, but I was bringing that up
4: because <laughs> um, I had to go to Atlanta for family. And she was like, go. I was like, I'm going without it? She's like, yeah, we got this. And, and I was like, oh, here's, okay, here's that's also cool. the
0: thing that's so funny is when I said to her that I didn't want to go, she goes, Don't make me go alone. No, don't make me go. Anymore. And so, this is the beauty <laughs> of is what I'm saying. Raven in, in like this setting is always like, Yeah, no, you know, like, <laughs> a yeah, like chill dude. girl. I have this codependent wife <laughs> who just has to like walk to the bathroom with me and sit there and watch. No, me. I'm the bathroom and person. And in our real life, I'm like, I'm gonna go to the market. She's like, "Do you need me to come?" To I'm like, "No, I'm fine." Then
3: she- Raven, when is your birthday? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay, I'm seeing so like many similar. Is, like, yeah, I feel like you're like seeing your. Whole I'm like dying whole- laughing because you are literally <laughs> Haley, and like I am, and it's the there is something about. Is it Haley Aries though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when we went to um. We just went on a vacation together and she just got off tour and she was like, I just need to decompress. And I was like, if you need to go alone, like I totally understand, even if you need to go for a few days and just like decompress by yourself. And she was like, you don't want to go. And I was like, well, you kind of made it seem like that was what you really needed. So I was just giving you that space if you needed it. And she was like, no, I want to go with you. And it was like this whole thing of her acting like too cool, nonchalant. I can go by myself. I need alone time. But then when I offered it. And
2: that was you also being like, oh, you need to go decompress. Like you were playing a game too. I know you. I heard. I agree with you. I agree with you. And that's why (laughs) she she came back. back. Yes.
3: (laughs) We all, we went together the whole trip. And it was great. That was your master
2: plan. (laughs) I know you.
1: I am a
3: Scorpio. Oh,
0: Becca yeah i mean look i will say this. i have had relationship trauma as probably most of us had mm-hmm. and that's where raven is a much more um what's it called like i have insecure attachment she has an avoidant attachment oh, yeah. so. so as an insecure attached person in the early days of our relationship i was very scared it's actually fear-based it yeah. was you're motivated it's not like i wanted to go everywhere she was going with her all the time it was that my brain was telling me that if i didn't something bad would happen and who knew what that would be go ahead how did you reverse that (laughs) because
2: because i'm also insecurely attached um did you find like a turning point or like when did that flip for you
0: well i have to say a lot of it is my partner like what raven did for me which i never had and i believe my insecure attachment started in my childhood home i never got to learn the lesson that like the baby bird can leave the nest and come back to the nest and everything is still there and safe and secure i didn't feel that way so in the first two years of our marriage really raven took a lot of time and patience to let me know that I was safe here. And because I also recognized that quickly, I understood that I had to do my, my work too. So if Raven's going to like say, Hey, you're safe. And how I'm showing you you're safe is I'm telling you where I am. When I go there, I'm texting you. When I say she was being consistent and reliable, and she was doing what she said, which then gave me confidence in our relationship and trust to where I could then go okay I'm going to go out here by myself and do this or she's I'm going to say you go there and I'll stay here and I'm going to trust that even if I don't hear from her that everything's fine and I worked on myself and I I also knew that the things that were motivating my insecure attachment were not healthy and I didn't want to feel that way cuz I feel so victim to those thoughts and I don't like that I didn't like that so it was really just working on myself, but also having a partner who understood it and was willing to not personalize it. Mm -hmm. That's where I think couples end up like fighting over these things. And it's really hard when it's not like something you're trying to do. Yeah, uh, You're a product of this scenario that kind of turned you into that
3: style. Yeah. I think it's, it's such a, um, has to be a healthy balance of your partner meeting you and also you being able like I've had to work work on my own things like like, can't rely on Haley to fix certain things that she didn't that aren't about even her you know exactly so I think it's like giving both of you credit for being able to get over that because it's it's not easy (laughs) Uh,
0: it's not easy at all it's not easy at all and I think just being able to say that and recognize that we both have it right so it's like mine shows up as an insecure attachment her shows up as an avoidant she is having to do work and feel certain levels of security within me that to come have a conversation like that's a trust thing right there Mm -hmm. so the the exhibiting of the behavior is different but it's still rooted in the same thing yeah
3: yeah it's a really good point before we let y'all go because i know y'all have a busy day we um This podcast scrubbing in was kind of based off of our love for Grey's Anatomy, and I know that you got married in a private ceremony on Debbie Allen's, um, in her backyard. Is that right? Front yard. Oh, her front yard. Well, it's nice. She has a big enough front yard to have a wedding. (laughs) Girl, she deserves (laughs) it. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was like a really fun little connector. Yeah. A little
2: pin in the, the, little (laughs) bow on
3: top.
4: Debbie Allen is one of the most amazing women that we have in our family tree that we've collected together. She has taken care of me so many years and she, I told her just nonchalantly, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get married. She's like, "Ah, where, where I'm coming. I was like, no, 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 where we're probably just going to go, you know, to the courthouse. She was like, no, you're having it in the front yard. She made these, my favorite food when I go over to her, which are, um, coconut fried oysters, oysters, oysters. and
0: she had lobster. She did mac and, a, and cheese. Lobster, mac and cheese, Yum. and champagne and and she, she got us a got cake, cake and, and again, flowers. COVID. We got yeah. married in 2020. So it was still really It was her, her husband, our efficient,
4: two of my friends, two of Miranda's friends, and that's it. Wow. So well, it's it really special. Super amazing. And she let us use her crown, her king and queen chairs. And um she's forever in our hearts she's mom she's mom
3: Aww. she's a mom. i love that I do too. um where can it. everyone follow you guys i know the podcast the best podcast ever is out now yes and right. where can everyone listen and follow you you can listen wherever you like listening to your podcasts
0: we are on instagram at the best pod ever and and mine is
4: Raven simone and hers is miranda mayday on TikTok and instagram
3: yeah easy way to lock it up on both (laughs) thank y'all so much i know y'all have a busy day and i can't wait to hear the podcast and congratulations yeah congrats you you guys hope we see you
0: guys out in the world yeah Yeah, see
3: you soon i'm sure all right Bye. bye All right everybody that's it for today but before we go yes we would be it would be illegal for us to end the podcast <laughs> we would be arrested on A- site
2: on site if in we the didn't O-R. do this
3: in the or happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear mark happy birthday to you. Ah,
1: wow. thank Speech. you so much. Speech. Thank you. I just want to thank everybody. You know what an honor it is to be part of this show every week and to, to be part of the Scrubbing Nation because the scrubbers have been so incredibly nice and generous to me over the past six years. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah,
3: almost six years. So That's thank crazy. you for letting
1: me be a part of this. Scrub, Scrub
3: Nation. Yeah, Scrub Scrub Sisters. Nation, rise up. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was about needed to your.
2: <laughs> Any big birthday plans?
1: Uh, no. Uh, I've asked my wife to make me the special sandwich that she makes, <laughs> the panini that I love so much, my favorite sandwich in the world.
3: What's on this that is the only request? It's this
1: cr- uh, crunchy panini bread, not not too crunchy, yeah. you not know, like dry crunchy. It's like this perfect yeah. panini bread. It's got like you know cold cause like some chicken and some turkey in there. And then she puts like tomato and then, uh, the bread has jalapenos in it. Oh. And then there's cheese on it. It's just heaven. It is absolute heaven. It's the best sandwich I've ever I had in my life. I forgot how good
2: sandwiches were until I just had one. You
1: showed me one that made yeah. me really jealous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've asked for for my birthday, but it's busy. You know, it's a busy time. My daughter's going to UCLA this weekend for three weeks. Uh, she got into this special musical theater program that Whoa. they're doing there. Uh, the other, da- the other one, the, my youngest daughter is dancing all day, every day this week. She's at a thing. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Maybe this weekend we'll get out, but it's a busy time.
2: So you're getting a sandwich for your birthday. If,
1: if, if I'm lucky, <laughs> yeah. I'm a hoping full,
3: A full or half?
1: I'm hoping for maybe two. Oh,
3: yeah, 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 yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do it up. And a pie?
1: I do love pie. Yeah. Tanya and I have gone back and forth on this for years.
3: Yeah, What's your favorite pie? Because he
2: doesn't really, discriminate towards a Oh, if but I had do you to like chocolate one, or fruit?
1: No, fruit. If oh, I had okay. to pick one, it'd be a cherry pie. Oh, That's my favorite. So good. But I like all fruit pies.
3: You know what would be really good is a chocolate cherry pie.
1: That would be good. And by that's changed too. I'm way more into chocolate pie than I used to be.
3: Chocolate pie is delicious. Really good. I remember last year, or was it last year?
2: I found like this place that does like personal- the mini ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was, like, that about, was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that
3: was great. It was like an assortment why get one pie where right. you can have all these couple different bites flavors. Of apple, yeah. bites of cherry. That was yeah. good. I love
1: a blueberry pie or raspberry you like the pie. Life? Key lime pie is delicious. Like Banana line. cream pie. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Do you
3: like uh, the McDonald's pies? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah those are great. Delicious.
1: Surprisingly delicious. except knew they except had pie? So Apple inc- pie? They're or? always so incredibly hot that you just get angry.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's like a hot pocket. Yeah, you got to
1: yeah. bite off the end and let it sit yeah, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. Yeah, those are delicious. Yeah.
3: The real ones know. <laughs> happy Mark. <laughs> happy Mark Day. Happy Mar- birthday, it. Mark. Yay! We love you. Thank you. We
2: love you. Love you. Happy birthday. Thank
1: you.